Welcome to the Fab Life Podcast, where you can reach your potential. Listen with an open mind and an open heart and get ready to have a transformation. Well, today I want to talk to you about forgiveness. You know, it's a subject that I constantly get individuals emailing me, FaceTiming me, being able to send me messages through Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I can tell you forgiveness is something that we must really try to understand if we want to live a life full of joy. You know, I tend to call that the fab life. That's what we're having this amazing podcast coming to you with great information that will help you deal with the things that are holding you back holding you back from living that life that you deserve, that life that you were destined to have. And all I can tell you, in all the emotions that I have researched over the last 30 years, in all the emotions that I have dealt with thousands and thousands of patients throughout time, all I can tell you is that forgiveness is one of the biggest ones that holds us back. You see, forgiveness is when we're having difficulty of letting go, of something that happened to us. Maybe it was somebody that betrayed us. Maybe it was somebody that let us down. Maybe it was somebody that did not support our dreams when we were expecting them to do so. Maybe it was somebody that wasn't there when we really needed them to be there. Are you starting to get it? I know that if you're listening to this, you can think right now, of a few people, a few things that have happened to you over your past that maybe you're still having difficulty with. And the, least, the reason that I wanted to talk to you about forgiveness is the fact that forgiveness is critical in being able to move forward into the present. You see, forgiveness is that emotion that does not let us get away from our past. It's like that past is hunting us. It's like if we're a prisoner of that past because we haven't decided to forgive. You know, I want to share with you a couple of things uh, that will help you uh, maybe relate to you some of the things that have happened to me in my own personal life. Uh, I can tell you that from a professional life, uh, I went through a very difficult situation where I was let down and kind of betrayed by individuals that I trusted. And the one thing that I can tell you is that we are human beings. And there are going to be people, whether you are in a relationship right now that is professional with either a client or a partner or a board of directors or even a supervisor or a boss, there are going to be times in which you are going to be let down. And the reason for that is because no one is perfect. I'm going to say it again because I know you're listening. In fact, if you want to write it down, as long as you're not driving, no one is perfect, especially us. You know, when you start embracing that imperfection in humanity, that imperfection in us is what allows us to be able to be more forgiving of others. I know that there's been times in which you might have hurt someone, not really intentionally. I know I have. 
Maybe you said something because you were in a hurry. Maybe you said something that hurt someone because you were feeling bad that day. Maybe you were sick or maybe you were angry. All I can tell you is that it happens all the time, almost every single day where we may have an experience uh, that hurts us. Now, of course, that uh, there are other experiences that are big out there in which are more difficult in nature. And I'm going to share a little bit to you about that uh, with a story that, that happened to a, a, a patient of mine. And I want to share it with you because it was something very powerful. But going back to me, whenever I discover, and this is after months of things happening, that I have friends that had let me down and were maybe working against me, even though I don't know if their intention was pure or not, but it was definitely detrimental to me. Uh, I was extremely hurt. I was so hurt that I didn't want to get out of bed. I don't know if you can relate to what I'm saying to you. Uh, if somebody ever hurt you that was close to you, uh, it could have been a family member, you know, a parent or a brother or sister. Uh, all I can tell you is that the relationships that are the closest to you are the ones that make us the most vulnerable. And I didn't want to get out. I felt embarrassed. I felt betrayed. I felt like I just wanted to scream. And my first reaction was to really talk to them about it, and which I did. And one of them uh, was very truthful with me and kind of shared with me a little bit about his reasoning for doing the things they did. And the other one completely was in denial. He uh, did not uh, took responsibility and, you know, and I realized <laughs> to myself that uh, because I called him on it, he was able to then take responsibility. But it took, it took him a couple of days probably to verify that I knew that I knew. And, uh, and, and that made me recognize what that, whether the other party admits it and is sorry or denies it or completely is uh, non-responsible. Uh, it doesn't really matter. And what I've learned through this lesson is that when it comes to forgiveness, you can't attach your forgiveness to the behavior of those perpetrators. It's not going to work because you don't have any control over that. And whether somebody comes to you and says, I'm sorry, or whether somebody denies it or doesn't care how you feel, it really is irrelevant because this is the secret that I learned. Forgiveness is about you letting go of the emotional response or the emotional vulnerability or the emotional hurt that you have. You know, a long time ago, I learned that we really do not have control over anything or anyone other than ourselves. And when I learned that lesson about not being attached to the responses of the perpetrators, I was able to be free. I was able to actually forgive the way that I needed to forgive. So I want you to be thinking about right now of maybe someone that hurt you. It could have been as you were younger. Uh, a lot of times we have some unresolved traumas 
you know, and maybe you have addressed it with a professional or maybe, which I definitely recommend, especially if the trauma was severe. Uh, uh, but even if you haven't, I want you to make a mental note of it. And I want you to just kind of pick one, one circumstance that hurt you, one person that hurt you. It could have been the person that maybe when you were in high school uh, promised you to take you to prom or maybe said everything you wanted to hear in order to uh, sleep with you. But then all of a sudden, within a week or two weeks later, everything changed and maybe he wasn't around anymore. Maybe he was now with your best friend. We hear stories like that all the time. And that can be very hurtful, especially as a young person that uh, was very trusting to somebody. Maybe it was a secret that you share with somebody, uh, expecting uh, confidence uh, and confidentiality. But maybe that somebody made it into a rumor, maybe spread out the information out there to the point that was very hurtful to you. All I'm here to tell you is studies have shown that when you hold back resentment, when you hold back anger, when you hold back hate, it's going to have a detrimental impact not only in your emotional state but in your physical state. In fact, many studies have shown that a lot of the chronic illnesses of today, which are the cancers, the arthritis, the heart disease, is attached to some emotional unresolved issue. And forgiveness is on top of that list. So I want you to make a mental note or even write it down and begin to process what happened. And I'm going to give you another story and I'm going to share with you a formula on how to forgive someone. Is that fair? One day uh, I was in practice and uh, we received an urgent call of one of our dear, dear patients that have been with us for years. Uh, this was a very uh, beautiful extremely successful corporate person that uh, had been coming to us primarily to stay well and not only to get her chiropractic adjustment but to you know just continue to support in all the ways that we have taught for years how to maintain a healthy lifestyle very important in life and one day this young lady was always positive always dressed to the T because she lived in corporate America, so she always wore suits to the office. She usually came before the office or after the office, so she was always dressing her business clothes. Well, she called and asked if she could be seen immediately, and we sensed there was something wrong, and my staff is so good at this uh, because we, we teach our staff to be compassionate when they're on the phone, especially in a doctor's office. You know, when people call a doctor's office, they're already in pain. They're already dealing with something. Uh, and the last thing they need is, you know, uh, insensitivity. So we told our patients that we had an urgent case coming in, uh, that there may be a little bit of a wait uh, during this time, uh, but that we would take, him, take care of them very quickly. So I still remember uh, when my 
then my staff called me into the room. We put her into the exam room. And I sat with this young lady. Uh, she was in her mid-20s. And she said to me, um, I didn't know where to go. So I came here. And I looked at her. And she was wearing sweats. Her hair was wet. Uh, no makeup. And she looked like she had been through something difficult. I didn't know what. Uh, she began to cry. And I went ahead and took some clinics and was able to tell her that it's okay, that she's safe. And if she felt comfortable speaking to me about it, that's fine. If not, I could bring my, uh, my, one of my staff members, which is so loving and caring. Uh, into the room and if she preferred to speak with somebody of a female then you know we're there for her well we did call uh, my staff member which she loved very mature lady very loving compassionate lady and she began to tell us both that that morning she went to jog in the morning that she usually does after she wakes up and went back to her home and while she was taking a shower, somehow somebody broke into the house, noticed that she was in the shower, and went inside the bathroom, uh, went inside the shower, and raped her. And I'm not sure if you have ever dealt with somebody that has been raped before, uh, but I can tell you that it is a very traumatic experience. Uh, I can't even begin to think, uh, but when you feel, when you are with somebody, and because of my long years of being a doctor, I've, I've dealt with this issue uh, a few times, uh, and it's always very difficult. Very difficult because there is a physical trauma as well as an emotional trauma, and probably perhaps a spiritual trauma that is really underlying the whole experience. And... When she told us, uh, you know, my staff member hugged her and she cried and I hugged her and told her, I can't even begin to think what you're going through. All I know is that you will get through this and you will come out a stronger and more wiser a more uh, powerful person after you deal with this. And I don't know what possessed me to say something like that. All I can tell you is that it, it hit home. I could tell that something resonated inside of her. She was more calm. And we adjusted her. We helped her. And she began to get better. I recommended her to see somebody professionally, which she did. And I also recommended her to maybe do a group therapy. I have found in cases of major traumas in life, whether it's a loss of a loved one, whether it's alcoholism or drug addiction, whether it is uh, gambling, whether it is uh, a rape, or something this traumatic, that I have found that support systems are very positive because it makes us understand that we're not the only one that have gone through it. You see, most of the, the shame, most of the difficulty that comes with a trauma is that you think you're the only one going through it. And when you open it up in a group setting, 
uh, you get tremendous ideas of courage and uh, how people dealt with it, how they overcame it, how they're struggling with it. And all of that makes you stronger. And she went through her therapy. She began to share her story. Then she began to ask, she was asked to share her story with bigger crowds. And one day I ran into her. This was about two years later. She told me she still remembers that day. She was very grateful for the support that we gave her. And she had told me that not only had she come out stronger, but that for the first time she attracted a healthy relationship in her life with a man that really looked at her for herself and not for her outer beauty, and a man that was sensitive and compassionate, and a man that had just proposed to her two weeks before. And she wanted to share with me the good news, and she wanted to introduce me to her fiancé. Uh, I want you to know that Dealing with forgiveness is not easy. But here are some of the things that I would recommend to you. Number one is identify the experience. Identify the experience. And look at it as an experience rather than a personal attack. Number two, don't make it personal. And I know that sounds very difficult because... When somebody hurts you, it's personal. It hurts you. When somebody um, does not take into consideration that their behavior is impacting your life, maybe short-term or even maybe long-term, it's personal. But I'm asking you not to take it personal. Look at it for what it is. Number three, recognize that somebody out there that's trying to intentionally hurt somebody else is not a well-established and a well-balanced person. So instead of having anger, look at it at, from a matter of compassion. This has helped me tremendously in my life. Whenever I know that somebody is a critic out there that is saying negative things about me or making up negative stories just because they want publicity or attention, I know that it has nothing to do with me. Because a person that is stable, that is happy, will never take the time to do that. Would you agree with me? Notice when, that, when you're happy, you will never bother with negativity out there. Because you're in a state of bliss. But when you're not feeling good, when you're struggling, when you're in pain, when you think you, you're going through a very difficult time, then that's the time that people tend to do negative things towards others. So... Change the anger towards compassion. Change the anger towards compassion. The next thing I would tell you is, what is find a lesson. What is the lesson that you can learn from all of this? To me, the story that I share with you about the individualist professionally that let me down, betrayed me, hurt me. It was to understand that I need to be more careful and more aware of the trust that I put on others. Not that I'm not going to trust anybody in the future, but just to be more aware that trust is something you must earn. You must not give it freely. Give it to the persons that have earned it. I also would tell you is that 
within every experience of hurt, resentment, there are great lessons that you can learn. So what is that lesson for you? Look for it and focus on the lesson rather than the pain or the, the experience that was so detrimental. Because when you focus on the lesson, now all of a sudden you become grateful for what that experience means rather than bitter because of the anger and the resentment and the hurt that you experience, if that makes sense. I want you to release that negative emotion that is around that experience. I want you to be focusing on more of a gratitude. And that is the best emotion to replace the, the forgiveness. Be grateful that it happened to you so either you can learn something about yourself so you can become stronger or maybe something that you can help others prevent in the future, which now you're turning something negative into something positive towards others. And there's no greater gift than that. I want you to know that I love you. I want you to know that I'm with you. I hope that these tips will help you deal with the forgiveness that you need to deal with right now. And I hope that you can identify any experience in your life that have ever brought hurt, resentment, anger, pain, because you deserve to release it. And when you release that emotion, you don't tend to repeat them, which is what happens when we don't release it. When you release that emotion, you become free from that, that prison of holding to that resentment and anger. And every time you think of that person, you get you get upset. You get sick. I want you to know that you deserve to be forgiven for your mistakes. Right? Not somebody else's mistakes towards you. Your mistakes. The things that you feel, maybe the hurt that you brought to others. You need to forgive yourself for that. Maybe decisions that you made that were wrong. Forgive yourself. And use the formula that I gave you, and all of a sudden you start forgiving yourself to the point of loving yourself unconditionally. And that's what it really is all about. I hope you have enjoyed this show, and I want you to know that I'm here with you. And I'm supporting you through this process. And if you have any questions or anything, don't hesitate to reach out like so many of you do on a daily basis, because I'm here to support you. All right. I hope this was helpful and just know that I'm here and that I believe that you have the power to forgive yourself and forgive others. See you soon. Thanks for joining us and I hope you act upon what you've learned. Please share this podcast with your friends. To receive additional tools to help you reach your potential, like us on Facebook at Dr. Fab Mancini.